Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to Be With Me. This is Season 2, Episode 17, and you can subscribe at uh, bewithme.us. That's the website. All right, we are in Luke Chapter 17, a large section. We've already talked about it, uh, and we are moving towards understanding the second coming of Christ. And we're finding out that it is predicted, it's planned, um, however, it's going to come to everybody by a sur- surprise, like lightning, like the days of Noah when the when the waters birth forth from the from below and from above, and also from the days of Lot when there was fire and brimstone which came from the sky. So we've learned that judgment is sure and judgment is coming. However, it will be a surprise. And so we asked the question yesterday, if this is all true, if this crazy stuff in the Bible is true, how should we live? And so let's get busy today. We are going to finish with that thought uh, shortly. All right, so this is Luke 17 and verse 30. He's already talked about the second coming. He's already talked about Lot. He's already talked about Noah. And then he's making some final conclusions. So it will be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, let one who is on the housetop with his goods in the house not come down to take them away. And let one who is in the field not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. And then our important verse for the day, not that they're not all important. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. I tell you, In that night there will be two in bed. One will be taken, the other left. There will be two women grinding together. One will be taken, the other left. And they said to him, Where, Lord? And he said, Where the corpses, there it is, the vultures gather. All right, so he's making a couple of uh, uh, points that he's made before. He's just making them in, in different ways. We start today in verse 31, where people are on the housetop. And he says, "Don't be so be so prepared. You don't even need to go back into the house. Or if you're out in the field, be so prepared that you don't need to say, hey, wait a second, I got a couple of things I got to do, or I got a couple things I got to say, or a relationship I want to restore. Uh, so be ready is, is a, a big theme. And then for a second time, he brings up Lot's wife in verse 32. Don't look back. The, the focus is going to be forward. It's going to be uh, all in front of us. So don't have regrets, if you will, on something you should have done uh, beforehand. Verse 33 is a big verse that we're going to talk about at length. That says, whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. And that is preserving our life is really one of our most basic instincts. You know, if a car is going to barreling down towards me in the middle of the road, trust me, I will do what I can to not get run over. So in a sense, we are supposed to be stewards of our life, but he gives us a, he redefines how we're supposed to be stewards. And the paradoxical thing is that if you make your life about you, you're going to end up to be a shell of a person and, you know, a, a, a person that People will come to your funeral, but they won't cry. So 
the second half of the verse, whoever loses his life will keep it. There's another verse in Matthew 10 and another verse in Luke 9 that basically say the same thing, but they add the phrase, whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. So I think the, the focus here is losing your life, not just into the abyss, but losing your life specifically to the Lord, to, to offer it to the Lord. As I was thinking about this, you know, we try to preserve our life with authority, and authority is a good thing. We try to preserve our life by uh, saving money. We try to preserve our life by preserving our beauty or preserving our health or preserving our youthfulness or pre- preserving our athleticism. And, and all those things are good unless you make them the ultimate thing and then we call them idols. So in my opinion, this is all about control and it's not something the Lord forcefully takes from us. There's going to be judgment at the end, but in the meantime, it's given by him to us to be good stewards of. So we need to move our chips into God and offer ourselves uh, to the Lord, abandoning our plan abandoning our plan of salvation or maybe the stupid thinking of I'm a good person or I'm better than Hitler uh, and and ceding control to trust, believe, and have faith. And the result is that, paradoxically, again, you save your life, your life has purpose, um, your days have meaning. So then uh, just to finish the passage, there's two in bed and two grinding and one disappears So, hey, poof, surprise. The point being is in these people that are left behind, the point is not that they don't have any time to prepare. They do have time to prepare. When's the time? The time is now. So I was thinking about the, you know, how I'm going to conclude this and losing my life for his sake. And I was thinking about three areas, your head, your heart, and your hands. Your head, your with regards to your thoughts. Are you relying on yourself? Are you mentally trusting in yourself or uh, trusting in the Lord? With regards to the heart, I'm thinking about the passion for the person. You know, the great thing about this is we get to date the prettiest God in town. Uh, That was episode 114. And we get to say to God, Lord, I think you're just terrific. Uh, I can't believe I get to be in relationship with you. I can't believe the Lord of the universe wants to, you know, come down and save me and be with me. And Lord, I just love you and I, I worship you. I am over my, my head, out of my pay grade. Thank you so much. And then practically, losing my life for the Lord. There's a lot of practicality here with regards to service. Uh, I had a friend, and when we would meet for lunch, he would always say uh, at the end of the lunch, final question, what can I do for you? Is there anything I can do for you? Great question. Maybe that's the, the teaching point for today. Ask somebody that question. So, Lord, help us in our head, in our hands, in our heart to cede control, to lose our life for your sake. And please, Lord, make it fruitful and meaningful. I bless my brothers and sisters.